Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And ZD and I were just chatting <clears throat> before this. We both decided, we, we've come to a consensus that we just don't like whole grain pasta. Yeah. Right? Just, no. If I'm going to eat pasta, eat pasta. Just eat, yeah. Um, let us know what you think. Well. Do you like whole grain and pasta? And you know, if you're looking you know? for a nutrition. Yeah. Because of the, or, you know, Whatever. somehow trying to add nutrition because you're eating pasta. My solution is, I put a lot of vegetables in my pasta. Usually. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of food in my pasta. Right, right. I don't. It's like a pasta. I salad. rarely just do. I do if I'm doing like just sauce and pasta. That's a side dish. Right. It's not a main dish. Anywho. Anyway, just let us know. Maybe you know of a brand of whole grain pasta. Or if you make your own, it's probably good or something. But oh man, I we can't. That, okay, I've never found one that before? didn't. No. Okay. I've never found one that didn't taste like I've it had never, sand in it or something. I've never found um, like a recipe for like making your own right. whole grain pasta. I well, bet it's actually hard. And a lot hard. of times if you read the package, it doesn't say it's whole grain. Uh-huh. It says made from whole grain wheat and it looks a little brown. Yeah. So you have the impression that you're getting whole wheat pasta when all it is is they just didn't clean up all, you know. Well, we're right. That's what they yeah. right. Anywho. Anywho. All right. Well. Just thought just thought we'd share that, start out on a little tangent. All right, we've got a couple of questions from the group that I thought would, would be really great to address. Um, and the first one is, <laughs> you know, I have a funny story about this, so <laughs> I'm laughing at it. Oh, my God, she's laughing, laughing at herself. At myself and we're all going to think this is hysterical because Mallory's why, laughing at herself. Why is fabric knitted in the round Right, is the question. Um, and mom? Well, mom? well. And it's yeah. because it's knitted is one reason. That, that's yes. right. Thank so you. If you've ever, I, I mean, I know that much. Okay, okay. If you've ever knitted something, you know that it's faster to knit in the round by hand because you get to keep knitting. Right. 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 Uh, if you want, oh my God, now I'm afraid I'm going to say this wrong. Okay, so stockinette, Sam, edit, flip around the words. If I screw this up, Sam. Okay, yeah, because Sam, Sam knows, knows more than about Sam knitting knows, than we do. She knows her. She stuff knows her knits about knitting. So stockinette stitch is where it looks like knitting all on the front. Okay, right. Garter stitch. It's a knit row, a purl row, a knit row, a purl row, and that will be like super stretchy, spongy kind of stuff. Okay. So if you're knitting flat, you have to actually though you have to knit one row, you turn it over, and you purl that row so it looks like knitting on the other side. So it looks like that knitting the whole time on one side and purl the whole time on one side. But if you knit in the round, you just get to keep knit, 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 knitting. Okay? Right. You, d- you never have to switch anything. So there are circular looms. And you may right. have seen these. You know, they, they make some for the home where you knit a hat by turning by turning the little cranky if thing. If anyone right? is as old as me mm-hmm. and they remember the little red spinning wheel, it was like spin and loop and then you pull. Now that's spin the little one. Yeah, and, yeah. Yes. It's, I mean, it was tiny. It made literally like snakes. That's called eye right? cord right. in knitting, but, little itty but bitty. The knit looks the same all yep. the way around exactly. because you don't stop. You just keep doing that. Exactly. And it is tiny. It's like maybe, you know. It looks, they like, make them look like dolls, right? Yeah, they make do- dolls, dolls like doll. wood dolls. D O L L. No, 
Like a Do- doll. No, dowel. I think you meant dowels, like D-O-W-E-L. No, that's not what I mean. You, no, they I make, didn't make a doll out they of make, mine. No, 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 oh. no. The oh, loom the looms. looks like yeah. a doll. Yeah, yeah, the, the vintage looms. <laughs> but in 1957... It looked it what it was really funny because it was a whole little plastic spinning wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that little that little gizmo, mm-hmm. whatever they called it, they had it had like two or three sizes, right. right? And you put it on the you know where it looked like the spinning the spin would have been right, like on the you know the, and you turned the wheel. And it spun. Yes. Like, and then you look. Yes. Okay. And then I figured out. I didn't need the whole wheel. Right. I figured that out all by myself. I was <laughs> only like five years old. But anyway. Um, but I wanted one so badly. Okay. And I got it. So. Spin and loop and then you pull. So you may find online. You may find in a thrift store. I feel like this happens so much with people buying fabric in thrift stores for some reason. They're like, I found this fabric. It's a right. tube. What's going on? You well, know? you know why they find it in thrift stores? Because nobody else knew what to do with yeah, it. Yeah, they either. were like, oh, yeah. it's a, so don't be it confused. It confused other people like, oh, I have to leave it in the round or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So fabric could be knitted in the round for production, mm-hmm. right? So if you ever have gotten a promotional t-shirt that has no side seams. It's been in the round. It was a huge tube. That then got cut up and well, it, put it's on a, it. It's a huge tube. They chopped it up and then they made some armholes and a head hole. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so that, so that's what happens. So that could be knitted for production. Now, if you come across though in the store where it's like, you know, it's really, really big, it, and it, and it's usually on a bolt. You or know, a bu- well, well. Uh, no. Oh, I was talking about like a thrift store. Or something oh, oh, like the thrift whatever. store. I don't so, know what it's on in the thrift store. Yeah, it's on a table. What's it on in the thrift store? It's on a store? table. It's in a basket. <laughs> it's, it's in a box full of other crap. It's got I don't underwear know. Underwear around it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know thrift store underwear. <laughs> like, I mean, I know sometimes it's new because like. Some right. of the some of our thrift stores get you can you see like oh Target donated this right. unopened right. thing right. you know whatever. Um, Sometimes they're not. So, anywho, uh, <laughs> if you get yardage that's in the round like that, though, that it wasn't meant to be, you know, cut up and made into promotional T-shirts, just treat it like any other fabric. Right. And if you have to, you can cut it to make it lay flat. Right. So, if the circumference is not what you want it to be for the garment, like if, if you know, that tube doesn't fit around your body like it can be too small or too big, right? Right. You just cut it to make it a flat piece of fabric yeah. and go from there. So even so, if it's not the right circumference, you know, you cut it open right. to make it lay flat because maybe you have you know some piece that can't be cut on the fold like that or right. you know, whatever. So sometimes you can just leave it in its, its tube and cut your pattern pieces out. Yeah, because you know you're discarding you the were, folds. Yeah, because right. you were doing it on the fold. So anyway, yeah. So you can do it like that. You can cut it open. Um, you know, do whatever you want. Now, I do want to say though, I think it was Fee Fabrics, and I think she is in our group. Um. She's in the self-sewn wardrobe group. She had some stuff that she was selling. She's like a custom custom fabric shop. But like, you know, these Facebook custom fabric shops will also source specialty fabrics sometimes. So it's not like they're specially printed. There'll be some kind of special, um, like, specification or something. And she was selling this circular knit that was really good for underwear, apparently. Like, uh-huh. Everybody just loved it for underwear. I got the impression at first, this this is what I was laughing about before. I was like, wait, so is it like the perfect 
circumference for underwear so that you don't have to <laughs> So it's everybody's cut. waistline. Yeah, I was like, so you don't have to cut it or something? And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I was like, and then, okay, this is weird. <laughs> this is where you realized you were embarrassed. Oh, it's so embarrassing, everyone. I'm like, oh, well, you could eliminate, like, one of the side seams by keeping it, like, by cutting it where the fold is. And right. I was like, wait, you can do that with, like, any fabric. <laughs> I was just, guys, I just, I literally thought she for was a moment. Really, she was trying to be really smart. I was like, oh, well, yeah. well, yeah, it could work like this. And I'm like, oh, my God, Mallory, you're kind of an idiot. So, anyway, that fabric was knit in the round. But, like, what was special about it is is not necessarily the nature of it being knit in the round it was some kind of like she had you know sourced this fabric that i think it was that you could cut it and it wouldn't ravel at all wow some kind roll of or like, something and yeah similar to like you know the laser cut miracle miracle anyway, fabric so, you know but so maybe you didn't have to bind the leg at all yeah or but something. like what this meant to her customers right. and she had she did the education eventually because i finally understood what was going on um is that this fabric was you know knitted in a specific like you know tech way that it was going to be you know really good for underwear but it didn't necessarily matter that it was around like i and I was like, so everybody oh, can, I could take everybody away one now, side seam. Everyone now understands all about round fabric because Mallory had an embarrassing story yeah, about Yeah, th- maybe it. this will help and you. And there's the little red spinning wheel. Yes. Spin and loop and well, then you pull. And you're talking, anyway. uh, yeah, about the spinning wheel. I was talking about those little um, I-cord dolls. I think they are different things. Um, and then you can buy those loops. What Mallory's talking about, I on the spinning wheel, it had like, you know, these little circular things that had little prongs on it. Yeah. That stu- and, you know. They made well, you think you were using the spinning wheel to do it. The traditional ones, they look like a doll, and often it's like their head yep. has like four little prongs or six mm. or eight little prongs coming out of it, and they're different sizes and they're, and depending they're, on the they're doll. They're pooping out the eye cord. Right, and it's going like down <laughs> through their hollow body as it's being. You know, knitted in the round. Which and this thing out. maybe did start its life out as a dowel rod. And yeah, it would have to be like hollowed out and stuff. But anyway, know, yeah. anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's so. If you we've come had up, people uh-huh. say, "Oh, this is was in my aunt, my, oh, you know, yeah. my dead aunt's sewing thing." What is it? And you're like, "Oh, it's it's part of a little." Well, and wheel. that no, is true whatever. of uh, so in the dead aunt sewing stuff, you right. find the little doll, and you also find the circular knit fabric that right. hasn't been touched. You also you know. can find these little gizmos in the store now too, yeah. and they're just a little plastic doodad that you know has yeah. prongs sticking up. Doodad, that is a word yeah. I often doodad. miss in doodad. the spelling bee game, the the New York Times spelling bee game. How do you spell it? D O O D A D. Right, doodad. But like, I won't get it. I, get I won't it. get the word. I'll miss it. You oh, know. Okay. You know what the other word that I used to miss a lot, which is so disappointing, is lanai. Like, like the Golden Girls have a lanai. Like the patio. Yeah. Man, that's so all. That's so (laughs) terrible. It's just like disgraceful that I'm missing the lanai. Let's go out and have. They never really ate the cheesecake on the lanai. No, let's have coffee. They ate the. They um, cheesecake was cheesecake was always in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that is why knit fabric exists that way. It you know don't don't be afraid of it. It's cool. Um. a lot of times I feel like the knit fabrics in the round that I found in thrift stores or when people give us a bag of fabric, they're, they're, they don't have spandex in them. Right. You know, right. they're, yes, they're just yes. knitted like yes. cotton or whatever. Yes. Now I think what Fee Fabrics was selling there for a minute. And Probably had a, some I'm spandex I'm so sorry if this is like 
old news. Like, I mean, this happened. A or couple if years we're ago. totally wrong, <laughs> please see Fred Bericks. Tell know, us. She, yes, she right. was. She had some like it was like nylon or poly that had some. But everybody was in liking it. it. Yeah, people were people were raving about it. People so, were pleased. Um, they loved it. Okay, well, uh, let's take a quick break and come back and answer our second question from the group. We'd like to welcome another yummy sponsor to the show, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Go to greenchef.com slash 100 sewing. That's greenchef.com slash 100 sewing and use code 100 sewing to get $100 off and free shipping. Sometimes you just need a little assist in the kitchen. And it's nice to be able to put a freshly cooked meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. I was so excited for this podcast sponsorship because our samples came during one of the busiest weeks of this year, meaning one of the busiest weeks of the pandemic. One set of grandparents went on vacation, so I was without some of my midweek childcare. I was so happy to get a few meal kits delivered where everything was prepped for me or Derek to cook up. All the ingredients were pre-measured and perfectly portioned. Green Chef is also sustainable, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in each box. Yeah, there was really no more plastic in that box than when I go on a normal grocery trip, which I know can be a concern for meal kits. Hmm. Green Chef has different plans to fit your lifestyle. Keto and paleo, balanced living, and plant-powered for our vegetarian and vegan friends. Share that special offer for our listeners again, Mallory. Just go to greenchef.com slash 100 sewing. That's greenchef.com slash 100 sewing to get $100 off plus free shipping. Thanks, Thanks Green Chef. Sewing so, 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 out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. We we're, overcooked food. We're back now. Um, okay. So Carly asked a question. I think that Carly is like from Kansas City. I oh, think yeah? uh, Carly, correct me if I'm wrong. We need to Facebook. I'll, I'll Facebook stalk, stalk her. her a little bit. Okay. Carly asks, Carly says, does anyone else continually ruin press cloths with tiny bits of interfacing that accidentally get fused on because they don't line up 100% with the pattern piece? Any tips on avoiding this? Thanks, Sewing Friends. Picture of my recent anniversary 
dinner date outfit. So it, uh, so I Which don't was get lost. Really cute, super cute. It's a charm patterns yeah. pattern. It's like a vintage. She's got like beautiful flower in the hair. Um, oh, it's real cute. Absolutely gorgeous. Check it out. Okay, so you offered an answer to this. Yeah, and I, you know, in and it, a few other people in, in yeah. answering it. Honestly, I felt like saying, "Well, I don't use iron-on interfacing," but so. But we're not going to. But act but, like but that. The, what I, the way I answer, I mean, my answer should have and may. I don't know that I said this. Should have included anything that was fusible. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if I'm fusing, um, I mean, and I have used iron-on things, especially like making a, a purse or something, maybe or um, applique, right? Well, uh, so I'm supposed to make this blazer. <laughs> Yeah. How long have I been supposed to make this blazer? And it uses that fusible weft interfacing. Yeah. And I will be fusing. doing this. You right. know, so, so, you know, I will first, be fusing. The, the first rule is, and I don't know if she did this or not, and she could have, is you, um, if you're cut, I mean, okay, my, I may have to backtrack on this, but if I'm cutting two pieces and I want them to be exactly the same shape, I cut them at the same time. Okay. Okay. So this doesn't answer that question. Okay, but that's really. a, that is a good. But 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 thing I want to. This is just something that you should be able to use over and over and over again. So if I'm using non-fusible facing, which is interfacing or facing, I guess. But well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> if I'm using non-fusible interfacing, that is how I cut my pieces. I will cut them at the same time. Right? Because yes. then I am assured they are the same shape when I go to sew them. Mm -hmm. Right? And I leave them pinned together or hooked together, however, you know, uh, tailor tacked together, however I have decided to keep them together. Uh-huh. Okay. Because then when I go to sew them, they match up. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, because I haven't, you know, manipulated the fabric in order to match it up with the other piece and all this. Okay. So... If I was going to use a fusible interfacing, I would take a piece of fabric that was just a little bit bigger mm -hmm. that I could fit my pattern piece on, right? Mm -hmm. And I would take also, then I would also take my fusible interfacing and it would be a little bit smaller than that piece of fabric. Right. Right? So that when I put the glue side or bumpy side or textured side down, which is basically the glue, right? to the wrong side of my fabric, mm -hmm. wherever I put my pressing cloth, it would probably not get glue. Uh -huh. Now, it's possible it would seep out the little edges. That is yeah. a possibility. Yeah. It is, a po but my interfacing wouldn't stick to it. Right. Just a little bit of glue. But I would also use a Teflon press cloth. Yep. Probably, that I could see through. Yep. Okay. And often you all know that I say for a press cloth, oh, I use cotton organdy that I can see through. And I do, but not when I'm using glue always. Okay. The other thing here that I think Carly could benefit from. So she's saying that it's like this. Okay. I'm envisioning it. I don't know. Trying I Trying to yeah, paint the picture. Sorry. Right. Yes. I would say to Carly, put a press cloth down on your ironing board. Right. Okay. And then you put the fabric wrong right si wrong side up. Yep, I was gonna uh -huh. say right side down, uh -huh. right side down, wrong side up, mm -hmm. and then put the interfacing down and put right. the press cloth over it. So 
if yes. anything, and she's talking about little bits getting fused. Yeah, and I don't call that piece of fabric that's on my ironing board, I don't really call it a press cloth. Okay. I might call that a guard cloth, and that might be made out of muslin. Yeah, that's ver- like ver- some, Versus my... Some um, crap. Uh, no, right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's like inexpensive, <laughs> and it can get crapped up, and whatever. Right. Or, or sometimes, like if I have red fabric... Uh-huh. I know when I press it with steam, the red's going to bleed out Yeah, on my ironing board you cover. Wanna, you want to protect it. I will protect my ironing board cover so by putting that piece of muslin on If you put your there. guard cloth down, then you put your fabric right. down, wrong side up, and um, you put the the interfacing. Mm-hmm. With and the you glue have a, side down. With the glue side the down. the pebbly side or the and you textured put, side, however And you feels. put a Teflon pressing sheet over that. Right. You know, hopefully any spillover would only get on your guard cloth. Right, you know? and if there's any glue that comes out from that and it gets on the Teflon, you just scrape it off with your fingernail. So you scrape, you get to scrape glue off Teflon with your fingernail. Yeah. Also, if you have a piece... You barely have to scrape it. You just kind of take it off. If you get like a piece of interfacing fused to your press cloth, yes. you've got some options. Yes. Okay, well, you could leave it there. <laughs> you can get a new press cloth. Uh, you, you, know, you, you can make your press cloth smaller. Yeah, you could just leave it on there. Um, Because... You know, once you, when you activate that glue, you could try to reactivate it and peel the piece off, right. you know, and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think that, I think there are definitely ways to at least avoid getting actual pieces of, yeah. And of, I of honestly think if you want cloth. to gift yourself with something or someone asks you what kind of gift you want, you want two Teflon pressing yep. cloths. Two, two of them are great, especially if you do a lot of things like applique that require. Didn't um, we do that? Sort of, I think we talked about this one. But didn't we do this? But it's a lot of you know you're sandwiching between the two Teflons. I think in a sew here box, I don't. We think, did do Teflon pressing sheet, but I don't know what it was. Okay, in. so what, what I, I was, don't know what box? No, what I was thinking is that we had done a box where there were two t- sheets in it. But what I think we did actually was like the first ever sew here box had a Teflon sheet in it, uh-huh. and then in the refresh box we put another one put in. Another and we were one. like, it's cool. You need you two. two you, it's right. cool to have two. And Maybe we should do another box and, where you put you know, two in. <laughs> well, and it's sometimes I've had like a big one and a small one. Yes. Like they come in different sizes, yes. so that works too. Um, another thing you can use now, guys. I, I don't like it as well, but you know the like silicone-ish plastic cutting boards that are just paper thin. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Well, actually, they're not paper. They're not cutting boards. They're yeah, they're, they're cooking not the sheets. They're the, they're the cooking sheets. They are the pan liners. The yes, sil thank pads. you. Thank you. Yeah, thank sil pad. You can iron on those. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Okay. So sometimes the vat can go down on your right. So the only thing about Teflon and Forget silicone, the cutting board thing. Sorry I said that. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I was like, no, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, I, um, I called okay. it the wrong thing. <laughs> um, so the only thing about those is steam doesn't get through. Does not escape. Uh, it can't get down. You know, you put That's that right. over your thing and the right. steam from your iron is just going to back up right. at you. So if you... But you don't... Oh, this would be something, too, that you would not need steam with. That's right. So, so that's what I'm saying. Right. A so product you, that doesn't call for steam. If a, if the product calls for steam, then you got to get on the steam train, and you need to use a pressing cloth that uh, is cotton organy or is muslin or something like steam that. Steam breathable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, when you do... Or the pillowcase in the hotel. Remember, everybody? Pillowcase in the hotel. If you're in the hotel, yep. you do not put that iron on your garment. You take that pillowcase off your pillow, and you iron with that pillowcase between the iron and 
your garment because those irons are usually awful. Amen. Amen. So if you do, the problem with this is when you're working with a commercial pattern, they'll give you a cutting layout for your main fabric and they'll give you a cutting layout for your interfacing. That's right. Okay. And so sometimes when you're going to cut out your main fabric, you know, depending on how good of an instruction reader you are, right. or how much you care, or you know, or whatever, if you look at that at all, you know, yeah, yeah, you may not be thinking ahead to, oh, this is an interfaced piece, okay? So if you do want to kind of think about that, what I would do is like lay out my pattern pieces and cut everything out that's like not supposed to be interfaced and then you could go back and you could cut your interfacing and fuse it down and then cut right you can you you can rough cut those facings yeah you could rough cut them out so that there's a border there you know that is going to allow for you you to you have to be careful with the recommendation i just did Sometimes, like ZB said, interfacing pieces are smaller. Right. Than, and so it's like the pattern maker has indicated a line on That's the, one reason I don't like that kind yeah, of Yeah, we're just, it's yeah. just not our, not our bag. So if your you know? interfacing is smaller and you don't catch it in, in your, your seam, seam, okay, and this is laundered or dry cleaned a few times and that glue releases, which I guarantee you the glue will release, Okay. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be next month. But glue degrades. And actually, bugs even eat glue. Okay? Little bugs we can't see. Like, you know, I I can't think of any right now. But, like, you know, things we have on our skin. But anyway, (laughs) you know, the water, the heat, the detergent, light, Everything degrades that glue. Right. Okay, so what can happen is then that interfacing releases itself. It may ripple. It may roll up inside. Uh-huh. You know, that it may come off depending on how this is made or, you know, whatever. So that's one reason I don't like the iron-on. And if you're a new sewer and you think it makes it easier or something, I'm not sure that's true. Yeah, I, you know, I just think that it's recommended so often. I mean, it's just like on the back of the pot, the well, pattern envelope. It's like you need this yeah. and you need this, you know. The, and those we, companies also sell fusible interfacing. Well, that's true. You know, and whatever. What yep. else do we use or whatever, you know. And yep. so, um, I mean, we we sell a lot of cotton organdy, you know, people right. and, and people like and it. And I so. have used fusible interfacing maybe like on a costume yeah. or something, yeah. you know, I mean, it, but I mean, it has its purpose. I use a, few, a lot of fusibles for other things. Right. Well, and this fusible weft interfacing that I'm using on this blazer, you know, and, and some, like, fusible knit interfacings. It's like they are also fabrics. Do they? Where, when the, I guess my other question know, is, are you sewing it into the seam? Yeah, you're going to yes. sew it into the seam right. and all this stuff. So, anyway, um, you know, there are different. But I, I hope that – and if you invest – back up in the teflon pressed sheets you know we're like oh teflon pressed sheets. those are things that last forever you yes. have to lose it or you have to cut it up you know or some kid has to cut it up i mean that is a sewing i usually lose it yeah but which is really good because then i have four per- teflon pressing sheets that can yes yeah. that can be or useful. you can give one to a friend well or what you know i sewed through that supreme slider or you can bake with it <laughs> you know i sewed through that supreme slider Yes. Okay. And we still used it. And then, of course, you can still use it. And and then it can be used, I said, to uh, make your machine more vinyl friendly mm-hmm. or more anything sticky friendly, leather friendly. And then Baby Lock came out with that, like, 
black machine guard to put on your machine when you're embroidering Mm -hmm. so that your hoop doesn't end up scraping the crap out of your, you know, out of your. Yeah, Yeah. it can scar it. it You know, some people out there. And I don't know if everybody knows what the Supreme Slider is, but it was a piece of. I don't know if it was Teflon. It's Teflon it, um, that has a grippy it, back. Yeah, and it has more, it's beefier than the pressing yeah, sheet. Yeah, yeah. And it has a hole only for your needle hole, okay? Yeah. So you're, it even goes over those presser feet, even though feed they're- Feed dogs. Or feed dogs. Even though they're dropped, you know, it makes that an even area where nothing can get. So you can do all this free motion and everything. Now- Unless- Unless uh, you <laughs> want to use your feed dogs and you're using like vinyl or something- then you cut the hole then, bigger. Well, we I was going to say, unless you sew through it. And right, then you unless cut you sew it, through yeah. it and you use it for other things. Right. Well, and even, so even if you cut out the feed dogs, okay, uh, cut out a hole for the feed dogs, and then you use it for free motion, it, it's still it's better. Pretty, it's still yeah. pretty good because it's it's helping it not stick to your machine. Sliding to you know? all the other parts, right. Um, and so, any, well, that's a, this is a tangent that has to do with sewing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can anyway, also cut a piece of it and put it on the bottom of a presser foot. Yeah. And it gives you like make a Teflon, Teflon presser foot. Teflon right. um, presser foot kind of hack there, yes. you know. Um, and the back of the Supreme Slider, it's. It's that grippy yeah, um, it's rubber. A, it's, it's a stuff that, like, you rinse it off and it gets sticky again yeah. after too much dust gets on it. It's like what the that actual, really is. It, so it's like whatever the opposite of Teflon is, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. this is a... It's pl- like sticky side, non-sticky this side. This is the thing that is so slick that nothing can stick to it. And then this is the thing that where is... Where the dust in the air sticks to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so where things you didn't even know where the air sticks to it. And it's not actually, like, gummy. It's that the it's surface a, Like it's a is, rubber grip. Yes. Um, so anyway, it, take take that into account. Don't iron on your Supreme sliders. No, that's not recommended. Or on your cutting boards. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that that TV told you to. Don't yeah. iron on your. Oh, ZD told me no, I could no, 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 iron no, no, no. on my cutting it's board. The baking sheets. The, the silpats. It's, it's the yes. silicone baking sheets yes. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, no, they're not. Yeah, Silpat's a brand name. But that's yeah. what they say on all the food on Top Chef. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what they say. Oh, okay. All right, everybody. So that's a little answer to why fabrics are knit in the round and a little information about avoiding messing up your pressing sheets. But well, keep in and, mind, and your pressing sheets are meant to be messed up. Well, well you know, right? and, and the other thing is, I was really kind of happy to hear how many people sort of, you know, were saying the same thing basically as I was, as cut those two pieces as one yeah you know fuse it first and then cut it because i just i just saw another thing that said oh i got my facing on crooked and it doesn't come to the edge on one line you know and i'm like she didn't read that thread <laughs> yep that's right that's, that's right. right that's right well that's why we have the podcast that's why that's why there's everything Okay, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, we've really been enjoying uh, answering your questions, and people have been responding in the group, so just you know, keep them coming. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.